Welcome to Tea for Lunch, a weekly show powered by Arcade. Each week we'll serve you the top stories we're following in social media, entertainment, celebrity, and tech in 15 minutes or less. You can catch the show live on Instagram on Thursdays at around 12 p.m. Mountain Time or on all podcast providers and YouTube on Fridays. And we're your hosts this week, McKenna and Mitzi. Yay! How are you? I'm good. I'm very excited to be on Tea for Lunch. I feel like I haven't been here in so long. And it's exciting to be here back. Like, yes. it feels like a fresh podcast. It's always fun to be on it every once in a while. It's yes. like a little fun little, I look forward to it every time I'm on it. So. Yeah. And it's been a busy week. I feel like post Stampede, it just feels like we're still in that like go, 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 go week. Yeah. Um, we are hiring too. So if you are a social media person, feel free to apply. Yes. Join me. Yeah. On the social team. Join the social team. And for the first time ever, we're looking for candidates in Calgary or Vancouver, which is a big deal. That's so wild. Yes. We have an office there. So cool. Yeah. It's exciting. And we have a newsletter. Yes. We do have a newsletter. It's called Scan Club. Uh, You should check it out. If you're in marketing or like any sort of content creation, I think it's like a really great resource as I mean, I know I'm very close to it, but I really do feel like it is a great resource and it allows you kind of like think a bit more critically about what's happening around you. I think like we're all kind of like numb to all the changes at this Mm -hmm. stage and like trying to just keep up. But I don't know. It's just like a great way to kind of like look ahead and not just react to everything. Yeah. When we do Scan Club like internally with the team, I always learn something and have like really cool takeaways. And so to see that in the newsletter format, it's really cool. And I've loved the first couple of them so far. I know. Me too. Speaking of being numb to the world, did you see that aliens are real? <laughs> uh, yeah. And that that's our show. Aliens are real. <laughs> that's the show. <laughs> I haven't gotten onto Alien Talk yet, but mm, you have. I have. Yeah. I was on Alien Talk last night. It's very interesting. I feel like my For You page is either like snippets of the congressional hearing about UFOs or it's people reacting with like apathy. Was that the word? I think so. Apathy, like about aliens being like, well, like, I don't know, there's other things on my mind. So it's it's really interesting. I think now that we've talked about it, I'm sure I will be on Alien Talk yeah, tonight. Probably. So I look forward to catching up on yeah, that. Yeah, I can't wait to hear what you think. Anyway, should we get into our stories? Let's dig in. All right. First up, it's time for The Sip. This is our weekly rundown of all the stories happening in social media. So let's get into it. First up, Threads is rolling out a following feed to its users. Meanwhile, Twitter or X, we'll have to get used to that, um, has blocked Threads links in their app. Snapchat rose to 397 million users during Q3 of this year. Meta is testing out a meta verified package where you save money if you opt for verification on both Facebook and Instagram. And Instagram is working on a social channels in addition to broadcast channels, but not much is known yet. So it looks like followers will be able to respond in this channel, which makes sense. Yeah, I think that's the one thing that's maybe missing from broadcast channels is it feels very one way. Yeah. So when I heard about social channels, I'm interested to see how that translates. Yeah, broadcast channels are kind of awkward because they're yeah. making it feel like it's a group chat, but like it's not. It's not. But I feel like people want wanted the group chat vibe. Yeah. So Which could be like close friends, but you can't really do like a chat vibe with your close friends. Well, and what I read about the social channels is that you'll have the – 
like anyone can join it and then anyone can message. So I feel like it'll be a little chaotic. Yeah, I don't know about that. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see. Okay, Mm -hmm. for our first story, we have to talk about the Barbie and Oppenheimer release this past week. Unsurprisingly, Barbie did end up beating Oppenheimer at the box office, but both movies still did extremely well. Barbie brought in over $200 million in the first five days, making it the biggest movie of the year. And Oppenheimer brought in just over $80 million. Yeah, no surprise. Obviously, Barbie was positioned to be like the number one movie, but I thought it was really interesting how globally Barbie made over $470 million so far. And everyone's been talking about their marketing budget, which is $150 million. So if you compare how much they made and how much they spend, they did a pretty good job. I think so. And what I took away from this is like, if you trust your marketing team, good things will happen. Yes. <laughs> that is my takeaway. Shout out from to Barbie. all the marketers. I love it. And also it's like totally infiltrated pop culture. Like if you think infiltrating pop culture is cheap, it's not. It's like $150 million. Yeah. And it's everywhere. Everywhere you look, there's Barbie. I can't look at someone wearing pink right now and not think about Barbie. I know. It's amazing. I love it. And you actually saw the movie, I right? I saw it last night. It lives up to the hype. No spoilers here, but I laughed harder than I've laughed in a long time and I cried and it was it, just speechless. It's so good. I can't wait to see it. I ha- I feel like I haven't seen a good comedy in so long. And it, it's just, it's so good. Yay. It's so good. So go see it. I will definitely be going to see it. I can't wait. Okay, next up, Twitter has made a surprising move this past week and it's rebranded the company to be X. It's official. Twitter is officially called X. The bird logo is gone, replaced with an X on a dark background. There's also some other changes that are happening besides like aesthetic changes. Uh, Tweets are now called X's. The platform will leave heavily into AI to run it. No surprise there. The default platform color is black, so no dark mode is needed. X is implementing ad revenue sharing, which is very interesting to me. And you can now report spam easier. User accounts will show if you're shadow banned and the reason for the shadow ban. And there are going to be changes to retweets, but those aren't clear yet. There's limits on, sorry, limits on length of videos shared is going to be gone. Um, And there's more changes, including apparently some like financial like support, like you're going to be able to like send money and receive money in some way. So I think Elon Musk is trying to position X as an everything app, which has been modeled in some countries like China. Um, So I think it's really interesting all the changes that are happening. I'm really interested to see what happens. I'm not a super avid Twitter user. I haven't been for the last couple of years, but if it is going in this direction, it sounds like these are some of the like updates people have been asking for for a mm-hmm. long time. I don't see why I wouldn't eventually end up back on there, especially if it's going to be this like one app for everything. So yeah. I am cautiously optimistic, but excited to sort of see the chaos that leads, it's got to lead to something. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a great way to look at it. Cautiously optimistic, open-minded. I think there's a lot of people who are sad that the old Twitter is gone, but like I, as someone who's been watching this closely, I didn't think that he was going to keep Twitter as Twitter as the way it used to be. So I'm curious about it. And also like, it's interesting that like I wonder if it's a reaction to like all the hoopla around threads because that was just released and it had like the biggest app Mm -hmm. week ever. Um, So are you still on threads, by the way? I am still on threads. I've definitely pulled back on the amount of threading 
I don't know. Is there a verb for know, threads? I need yet? to like they clarify to that. that yeah. Um, I've pulled back on the amount of posting I do on there, but I'm still consuming it every day a little bit less. I think the hype is definitely like peaked and mm-hmm. has, has dropped a little bit, but I do still enjoy it. I do still crave a place for text-based content yeah. and Twitter wasn't fulfilling that for me. So it is fun to see that. But it's starting to feel a little bit millennial cringy for me. So I think I just need to find some like better threaders to follow or right. something. It's funny because in the first week that I was on threads, I saw a lot of people saying that like Gen Zs aren't here. Like, <laughs> yeah. And it's funny that you think it's like very millennial cringe because it's likely mostly made of millennials. Yeah. Which is it can be nice, but can also mean we'll it could lose its appeal very quickly. Yeah. So either Gen Z's need to go back on threads, or I guess now you can get your text-based content from TikTok. And that is a perfect segue. Our last story is about the text-based posts that are now available on TikTok. It's a feature that only a few creators like Leah Haberman have had access to. Apparently, creators will be able to share text-based content with the TikTok community by selecting a text post through the camera page. This gives creators now three different types of posts, photo, video, and text. And if you choose text, you can go to a text creation page and customize your post from there. Your options are to add stickers, tags, hashtags, background colors, sounds, and more. What do you think? I don't know. Like, I personally didn't necessarily need it, but I can see why they'd roll it out because people were doing those, like, text-based posts anyways where they'd have, like, B-footage like video and then text over top. So you're just like reading the post anyway. So I'm cool with that. Um, But I don't know. I haven't like seen any examples that I hate, but I haven't seen any examples that I love. Yeah, I feel the exact way. I've seen it a couple times. At first I was like, eh, why? I've seen a couple of them now and they've stopped me every time because they look a little bit different, but it just kind of feels like you're seeing an Instagram story in your feed. Yeah. And I don't think it's something... I'll use, but I'm interested to see how it changes those like text over video posts right. versus yeah, this just text only. Like, is it going to change that? I don't I think know. so, but we'll it's see. crazy that you could still like even strategy wise, like you could still likely have a text based strategy on TikTok and still do well because people yeah. have to like stop to read it. And then that like can get you more views because people are spending more time reading it. So I don't know. It's just so interesting how they're all overlap. I know because they've never specified the length of time for a view. So I don't know. Anyways, TBD on that as always. Thanks for watching. Now that we've got your palette, go eat something more substantial. Yay. Bye.